the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. Are you and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio? Radio, like it matters. It's time to put your sensory acuity on. You have eyes to see, but do not see. You have ears to hear, but do not hear. And believe it or not, you have senses like a spidey sense, but they're tuned down. Uh, And it's so amazing that so many of us live at such a lower level than we were made to live at. And we're not aware of it. You know, there's an old saying, you know, uh, you don't know what you don't know. And so one thing I love about what I do is I get to do a, what I call awareness training to, uh, to, to make people wake up, to truly uh, give them eyes to see and ears to hear and, and turn on their hearts so they can feel, feel people's pain, uh, feel a connection with people feel the struggle in a brother, uh, feel the need for change. And so what I do is I get to flip on the light switch, you know, to uh, people in their world that they were seeing it, they were hearing it, they were feeling it to a degree, but then later they see it, hear it, feel it to a greater degree. Uh, And that's what I get to do on my weekend trainings at likeitmatters.net. And by the grace of God, uh, that's what I get to do daily uh, here on Freedom 1570 uh, for an hour a day. What's the hour of power? And today, uh, it's all about the patterns. You know, it's all about the patterns. Years ago, years ago, uh, when Bill Clinton was running for office, I think it was uh, James Carville. Uh, He was his political operative. And, um, you know, the Republicans were hitting him on this and hitting him on that and you know, he just kept going back to the economy. So my economy is good. When people are doing good, the economy, uh, you know, tabletop issues are good. Everything else is fine. Just stay focused on the economy. Just no matter what, don't all the distractions, they're going to throw you off course. Just stay focused on the economy. You put up signs everywhere, everywhere and say, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy, stupid. Just wanted, no matter what was going on, to refocus all discussion about the economy, because when people feel good, and they keep the same people in office. That used to be the old view. Uh, but now with, a, a, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, maybe partially manufactured elections, if you will, a little bit of election fraud here and there never hurt anybody, right? Um, it's not really that way anymore, because you have a terrible economy, have people that are destroying you, and somehow there's enough mail-in ballots for you to keep getting reelected. So it, it doesn't seem to work that way anyways uh, anymore. But the old days, that's how it used to work. And so today, I I just want to suggest that it's the pattern, stupid. You know, it's all about patterns. Uh, I don't care what you do for a living. 
when you can understand the concept of patterns, identify patterns, uh, I, uh, you could be a more profitable gambler. Uh, you, you become a great leader. Uh, you become a skilled epidemiologist. You become a great practitioner, practitioner of NLP. You become a good parent. Uh, you're a scientist, right? Science is all about patterns, right? Right? Some guy sitting there and watches an apple fall from the tree, and then the next day later sees another apple fall from a tree, and two years later sees ten more apples fall from trees, and he kind of wonders, hey, why does that apple always fall to the ground? Why doesn't it go up? Why doesn't it float? Why does a feather take a lot longer to get to the ground? You know, it's science. And then we identify patterns. You know what we call those patterns? Science. Eh. <laughs> right? So it's all about the patterns. Today I'm going to cover patterns with you. I'm going to cover a societal pattern that's going on and we'll make sense of what's going on because a lot of things today don't make sense, right? Let's be honest. And remember confusion. The enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And so there are patterns in people. There are patterns in places. There are patterns in behaviors. There are patterns in our body. There are power patterns in a relationship. There are patterns uh, in the economy. And so today I want to discuss our map of reality because there are patterns there too. See, nobody responds to reality. What we do is respond to our map of reality. The map of reality could also be called your worldview. We respond to our worldview frame that we put around our, quote, reality. In other words, people don't respond to how things are they, rather, they respond to how they believe things are. And they can be totally different. How long have you been on this planet? So what we believe dictates how we respond. What we feel about it and our motivation to do something about it. See, there's something going on in our country today that's causing huge problems in all aspects of our life. And sometimes you got to see it globally and then bring it back personally. Sometimes you can see something personally and then you take it globally. But what you're realizing is you're looking at man, human, there are patterns. And what is society? Nothing more than a bunch of humans. That's all it is. So the patterns in people, you will see in patterns in societies. It's just common sense. Again, follow the science. Critical thinking. To both think for yourself. Remember, we have one organ in our brain that does not have to deteriorate. Notice I say have to. It's called our brain. But sure is because now we're sheeple. I can't believe I see the other thing. The Democrats are doing good. The Democrats. How could possibly be these people in power be doing good in the polls? How possibly when three quarters of this country know it's going off course? How possibly when our kids aren't safe? How possibly could there not be a blowout? Why? It's easy because you've been programmed. Because society knows how people work, and societies know how patterns work. And societies understand psychology is nothing more than a whole bunch of patterns. And so you've got to understand what's going on. There are patterns all around us. You've got to be able to see them. Uh, uh, the book, Victorious Christianity, I was reading it. Uh, and there's a great, he, rec, um, he references a secular historian, Edward Gibson, and he identified five reasons for the decline of the greatest empire in the history of the world, the thousand-year empire, the Roman Empire. Number one, the rapid increase of divorce, the undermining of dignity and sanctity of the home, 
which is the basis of human society, right? I mean, you don't see that? That's been going on for decades, decades. The number one cause for marriage, you know what it is? Divorce. Because most people say, I will, but they mean, I'll try. Most people say, I do, but they mean, I'll give it a test drive. See, that's why God says marriage is between one man and one woman for eternity. See, the, the home is the fundamental unit in society. And once the home goes, everything else will go sooner or later. Number two, higher and higher taxes. Spending on public monies, st- you know, stuff the ballot box. Once you realize that you can, you know, basically use the treasury to stuff the ballot box, our democracy is basically done. Number three, the bad craze for pleasure and sport. Sport becoming every year more and more exciting, brutal, right? We have 22 channels of ESPN, right? We have, uh, it's stunning. Four, the building of gigantic armaments when the real enemy is within, in the decadence of the people themselves. Most great uh, empires don't fall from without, they fall from within, which is exactly what's happened to America. And number five, the decay of religious faith, faith fading into mere form, which has all lost all contact with reality. The greatest empire in the, on the history of the world, a thousand year reign, the Roman Empire. Those are the five reasons. And as I read those five reasons, you should see a pattern. Because those same five things are what's going, been going on in America for, heck, 30, 40, 50 years, if not longer. And so today, I want you to be aware that there are patterns all around you. This is not about political, because we're going to talk about people patterns. Do you understand the patterns in your people? Do you understand who's visual, who's auditory, who's kinesthetic? Do you understand who you need to put a hand on and who you need to stay away from? Do you understand who you need to sit next to and who you need to sit across from? Do you know when you need to shut up and when you should talk? See, these are all patterns. It's not based on you. It's based on the person you're interacting with. But in order to do that, you've got to understand a few other patterns. And after the break, we'll start shining some light on these hidden patterns. I'm Black. Today, we're talking about presentism, and we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more, the intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Glad to be with you live. Uh, we broadcast live every day, Monday through Friday, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time at the beautiful Twin Cities there in Minneapolis. Uh, and I know it's probably geographically not the proper terminology. Why do I say that? Because I'm living in Texas. Uh, and we got a great program called Lucy Live that I get to be there even though I'm here. So uh, love to talk to our listeners. Uh, uh, beautiful Twin Cities is my second home. Uh, you know, not only is my radio show based out of there, but I do regular training up there. Matter of fact, uh, I had a listener text me and say, hey, when are you coming back to Minneapolis? Well, actually, I'll be in my last class of the year. So December 1st through 3rd. Uh, I will be back in Minneapolis. That's our last class of the year. Uh, still got openings. We we keep our classes small, 12 to 16 people. Uh, I want one-on-one time with you. Uh, I want to make sure you get your money's worth. Uh, two and a half days, I'll rock your world. They'll change your life forever. Uh, but we, you don't have to wait till December to go. Uh, in two weeks, October uh, 13th through 15th, a day after my producer's birthday, uh, we will have a class in Las Vegas. So October 13th through 15th, we will be in Las Vegas, Nevada. I think i got two or three spots still open there. Uh, and then uh, November 10th through 12th in my backyard uh, here in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. So go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, and I'll give you a, a, a guarantee uh, that at the end of that training, if it's not worth every single penny that you paid, if it's not one of the most powerful things you've ever done in your life, you please stand up at graduation. And I will gladly refund 100% of your tuition. So uh, it's I've been doing it for 30 years. Uh, it's the toughest, most powerful two and a half days of leadership training. If you want to be the best version of yourself, uh, you want to give your, your family the best Christmas present you can ever give them, what about if you gave them a better you? Yeah, men. 
What if for Christmas you gave your wife a better husband, not a new husband? <laughs> Don't you go be divorcing your wives. So Mr. Black told me that I should give you a new husband, so I'm out of here. No. No, you're the new husband. You being the best version of yourself. That's the, And what about those kids? What, what better Christmas present to give those kids than a cleaned-up mommy or daddy? Then a mommy or daddy who's on fire for their life, who's on maybe even on fire for God, who's on fire uh, for uh, making their life matter. Uh, because when you live your life like it matters, it does. It's a universal law. So uh, anyways, I'm not here to talk about that. But if you want to understand the patterns in your life and why you're getting what you're getting, go. If you don't care, don't. See, that's the key with patterns. I just gave you the secret. It's the secret sauce. Did you hear it? It's the secret sauce. Listen, pull up to the radio. Just put your ear right next to the thing. You know why patterns are important? Because you're getting what you're getting because of what you're doing. Shh. I'm going Joe Biden on you. Listen, listen. You're getting what you're getting because of what you're doing. Right? You're getting what you're getting because of what you're doing. So if you don't like what you're getting, then change what you're doing. Is this too complicated? John, am I, am, I, am I speaking over people's heads? Do I need to go to USA Today level, the, the third grade education level for the national paper? Should I go lower? You know, no. That's why patterns are so important. Because it is the patterns that create the outcome. And remember that smart guy, Einstein? He defined crazy for you this way. To do the same thing over and over and expect different results. He says that's just be nuts, man, crazy. So the flip side of Einstein's coin is if you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. But in order to change the results, you've got to identify the pattern. And that's why it's interesting as you look back at people who look back at history and say, what are the patterns? This is where the phrase comes from that if you don't learn from the past, you were doomed to repeat it because it's all about the pattern, stupid. Don't you get it? There are patterns in the past. Why do you think God gave us the Bible? God gave us the Bible. It's profitable for doctrine. It's for reproof. It's correction. It's for, for instruction in righteousness. It's for seeing patterns. Why do you think people want religion? Because it's a pattern that they believe if they follow that pattern, they check those boxes, then they mandate that God must accept them. See, I make myself good enough for God. And that turns God off, to use a popular expression today. Because you can't be good enough for God. There's the pattern. But one guy was, and that was Jesus Christ. God himself came incarnate. And so there's the pattern. And so... If you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, Romans ten nine, and confess with your mouth that he is risen, there's your pattern, then you will be saved. See, there's patterns all around, all around. And so the greatest empire in the history of the world had a fall down, right? You know that, right? It's not the greatest empire anymore, but it was a thousand-year reign. I mean, Nebuchadnezzar, well, yeah, I mean, how... how, how long was that? I think the whole thing with all the three or four kings, four, uh, you know, Babylon, 200 years? I don't know. I mean, the great, right? Alexander the Great, he conquered the world faster than anybody else, but he only maintained it for a couple of years. So, I mean, 
thousand years. What brought them down? Number one, rapid increase of divorce, undermining of the family. See it? Right? Families don't matter. Men don't matter. Once men don't matter, families, you make up families however you want them. Boys, girls, all this, all that, computers, animals, whatever, right? Number two, higher, higher taxes, right? Spending the public monies on bread and cruises, you know, stuff in the ballot box, t- paying for everybody's stuff so they'll take care of you and won't rebel against you. That's what they did back then. That's what we do today. It's just a different system. We were slaves back then. We're slaves today. We just pretend we're not. Number three, the mad craze for pleasure and sport, right? Like right, all the sports, right? All these millionaire victims, right? All these poor millionaire basketball players and football players who make $20 million a year, but uh, America's evil and bad and uh, their life's not fair because they're black. You know, the mad craze for pleasure and sport. Number four, the building of gigantic ar- armaments, right? When the real enemy is within, right? How much money are we going to send to Ukraine? As whatever they need, Biden says, they just keep funding it. We could end this thing. We're, we're funding it. We could be in negotiations. We're not. So don't you see they want to keep you distracted. This is, there's a lot going on, people. You're so unaware. You have eyes to see but do not see. And then number five, the decay of religious faith, faith fading into mere form. So it's right there. And, and by the way, the Bible tells us at the end of days, there will be a great apostasy. He said, hey, look at this pattern. That's what eschatology is. It's the end times, how they wrap up. I study it. It's all about patterns. God says when you see these patterns, when you experience these patterns, here's what you know is happening. And so he says, look for the pattern. That's what the great apostasy is, the great falling away. It's First uh, Timothy 4, right? The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by, different, uh, by demons. You can call it idolatry. But the root cause of apostasy is the ability of man to think idolatrous thoughts, to follow from this, to seek his own sustenance, material prosperity outside the will of God. There's your pattern. J. Vernon McGee put it best in the book of Judges, the great principle of government is presented. Again, a pattern, a principle which is stated very clearly in the prophecy of Isaiah. There are three steps in the downfall of a nation. There's religious apostasy. There's moral awfulness. And political anarchy. Again, just notice the pattern. This was Isaiah wrote about this. I mean, the pattern was already established. Religious apostasy, you fall away from religion. Moral awfulness, you change what is good and bad. The Bible says in the end days, what's, what's bad will be called good and what's good will be called bad. You aren't living in that? Aren't we living in that? And the third step is political anarchy, right? Now we persecute our political opponents. It's one party rule. The media is part of the Democratic Party. They're telling you how evil Republicans are and the evils are against uh, Republicans against America and that only Democrats should be elected. They even tell you that the press should not be impartial, that they should not cover Republicans all. You should only hear the views of Democrats. This is what you're listening to over and over and over. So you got to understand there are three steps by which nations pass off the stage of human history. And this has always been the way it has moved. If you want to know how up-to-date the book of Judges is, read the book of Judges. How about General Douglas MacArthur? Remember MacArthur? Remember World War II? Here's what he said, quote, In this day of gathering storms, as moral deterioration of political power spreads its growing infection, it is essential that every spiritual force be mobilized to defend and preserve the religious base upon which the nation is founded. For it has been that base which has been the motivating impulse to our moral and national growth. History fails to record a single precedent in which nations subject to moral decay have not passed into political and economic decline. 
there has been either a spiritual reawakening to overcome the moral lapse or a progressive deterioration leading to ultimate national disaster. It's a pattern. There's a theory developed by Scottish historian Alexander Titler. Look it up. It's called the Titler Cycle. Shows historic pattern that democracies last about 200 years and then collapse. And here's the sequence. You go from bondage to spiritual faith to courage to liberty to abundance to selfishness to complacency to apathy to dependence then starting all over with bondage. And he said, quote, a democracy is always temporary in nature. It simply cannot exist as a permanent form of government. A democracy will continue to exist up until the time that voters discover that they can vote themselves generous gifts from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority always votes for the candidates who promise the most benefits from the public treasury, with the result that every democracy will finally collapse due to loose fiscal policy, which is always followed by a dictatorship. See, what's going on in America today, why we're having the view and why we're destroying our past and why we're refusing to learn from it, is something called presentism. Presentism is the tendency to interpret past events in terms of modern values and concepts. Presentism is an attitude toward the past dominated by present-day attitudes and experiences. And ladies and gentlemen, this happens in our personal life. This happens in our professional lives. This happens in our psychological lives. This happens in our relational lives. It just shows up more in our cultural life. And so after the break, we're going to go into this world called presentism and see what's happening all around us to give you the pattern. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Some fall reminders from AMI. Turn off your outdoor spigot to avoid frozen water lines. A furnace tune-up will ensure you stay cozy all winter. Get priority scheduling and save with AMI's Total Solutions membership as low as $9.99 a month. An electrical safety checkup will ensure all smoke and carbon monoxide detectors are working. Air Mechanical leads the metro area in HVAC, plumbing, and electrical. Go to thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. 
life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And yes, you know, I love uh, the interaction with our uh, listening audience. I got listening audience members uh, going to class. And actually, in a couple weeks, I'll be going to Vegas. And after Vegas, I'll be going down to uh, Sacramento to do some on-site training with one of my uh, construction companies out there, uh, Iron Mechanical. Uh, and Jed Rissey, who's the CEO, his, uh, his mom's a, a listener. She's never been to my training. She's only seen my training from the outside. And she's a fan, I guess. And so she listens to the show every day. And so hello, Miss Rissey. Uh, and so I'll get a chance to hang out with them. And it, we're implementing their mission and vision. And uh, But I, I had one of uh, a listener send me a note, said it's, uh, wow, now I get it. Getting a drink of water from a fire hose. <laughs> Uh, I've been told that for decades now, that uh, learning from Mr. Black sometimes, not all the time, sometimes can be like like taking a drink of water from a fire hose because there's a lot coming at you, right? (laughs) There's a lot of... A lot of stuff coming at you. That's a nut for sure. That's a nut. Nutrient-dense I is. I is, I is, I is. So today we're talking about patterns. It's the pattern, stupid. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just getting your attention. You know, there's patterns all around us. It is the patterns in our life that are getting us what we're getting. Uh, A good leader is aware of the patterns. A a good gambler, profitable gambler, I should say, is aware of patterns. Uh, Great pastors are aware of patterns. The Bible is full of patterns, ones that were and ones that are and ones that are to come. An epidemiologist studies patterns and pathologens or pathogens, I should say, in those patterns. A neurolinguistic program and people like Tony Robbins, myself, master practitioners, uh, it's all about the patterns. A good parent is very aware. A smart kid is aware of patterns. See, parents, you don't get this. Your, your, your kids are aware of your patterns. They know whether to go to mom or dad for A, B, or C. They know when it's enough's enough. They know what they can get away with. They know when they've crossed the line. And if they don't, shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. Because any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. This is why I teach you this stuff. These are unconscious patterns for every human being. We're in the people business. And today, I want to label for you what is going on, how we are so messed up as a country. And it matters. 
because when we when we get messed up as a country, those messing ups come back, filter back into our communities, into our our, our environments, our schools. They filter into our our families. I mean, let's be honest. It, there's a big movement now to put five and six year old kids in front of drag queens, transvestites, or LBGQ that are stripping, and somehow they think that's okay. Because it's somehow normalizing LG. I don't, to me, the whole thing is weird. Like, you're not normalizing it. You're making it freaky like people think it could be. You're just keeping the message going. Uh, and, man, it's, it's happening in our homes. So what's going on? It's called presentism. Presentism is the tendency to interpret past events in terms of modern values and concepts. Now, I go to Wikipedia a lot, and people say, well, you never quote Wikipedia. You should never do it. No. You know why? Because unfortunately, sadly, it's what a lot of people use. It shouldn't be. Of course not. But I want to make sure I can step into your map reality. I want to make sure I can be aware of what you're reading, what you're understanding. Even if you're not reading about this, I know you're at least in that area, and you can just type that into the bar there, and it'll bring it up. So in literary and historical analysis, presentism is the anachronistic introduction of present-day ideas and perspectives into depictions or interpretations of the past. Modern historians seek to avoid presentism. This is how it's always been up until recently. Modern historians have always worked to avoid presentism in their work because they consider a form of cultural bias. Did you hear that? They stayed away from it because it's cultural bias. And it believes that they believe that it creates a distorted understanding of their subject matter. This is why historians have never applied it. This is educational. This is scientific. It distorts things. It creates a bias that never should have been there. Yes, is slavery bad? Absolutely. So, but yeah, our founding fathers had slaves. Why? Because it was legal back then. And by the way, do you have something like 40% of the world still lives in conditions where slavery is legal? Do you realize there are slaves today? And do you realize it was black Africans that took their black brothers and sisters and sold them to white people to put them on boats to take them away as slaves? So if you're going to start with reparations, go back to the people who gave up their people and sold them and got money for them. That's where the reparations, the reparations should become from America. They should become from Africa. You got to realize that that's bad to have slaves. But today people have slaves. And by the way, if you're going to use presentism and, and destroy all the founding fathers, then burn your Bible too. Because guess what? King David had slaves. Abraham had slaves. Jacob had slaves. Read it. So if George Washington is evil, see, this is what presentism does. No one can live by that standard. And that's causing the presupposition that what we believe today is superior to what we believed back then. Now, in relation to uh, slavery, it is, but not everything. So the historian David Hackett Fisher identifies presentism as a fallacy also known as the fallacy of nunc protunc. That's interesting, nunc protunc. I like that, but I should, I should use that. New protuk. He has written that the classic example of presentism was the so-called Whig history, in which certain 18th and 19th century British historians wrote history in a way that used the past to validate their own political beliefs. 
This interpretation was presented because it did not depict the past in objective historical context. To get that? But instead viewed history only through the lens of contemporary Whig beliefs. That's what we're doing today. You're putting on your Black Lives Matter glasses, socialism, um, you know, where 1% of the world is LGBTQ, and so we don't make any of them feel bad. We make the other 80% feel terrible for the sake of the 1%. And I get it. No one should be harmed because of their beliefs. No one should be treated awkwardly, but we're human beings. I was bullied when I was a kid. We pick on uh, white people with fat lips and freckles and or who are fat. I mean, this is human nature. You've got to deal with the human heart. We've got to create some understanding. To view history that way is, is basically biased. In this kind of approach, which emphasizes the relevance of history to the presence, things that do not seem relevant receive little attention, which results in a misleading portrayal of the past. Whig history, or Whiggishness, as often used as synonym, is presentism, particularly when the historical depiction in question is teleological or triumphantism. I don't know what any of that means. So again, let me define definition of presentism. An attitude towards the past dominating the present-day attitudes and experiences. This is important because this is what we do all the time. It's our map of reality. See, just like when we're studying the book, you know, when I study the Bible, people get it wrong because what they do is they study from the worldview of us today. The problem is you've got to study it to the worldview of the people who wrote it. We call it a map of reality. And see, this is why we go back. That's what our map of reality is. It's our worldview. And what happens is we need to start connecting with people. We need to start reading them. We need to start understanding their patterns. And when we take our moralistic views of the day, what we know, and then put them back 200, 300, 400, 500 years ago, it culturally biases things. It creates a hatred level. It creates victims. There's no scientific gain from it at all. It's, it's terrible. But we do the same thing in other forms, and it's called the map of reality. See, we've got to learn to step outside of our map of reality and into another step of reality. See, in order to properly manifest the history and write about the history and explain it, you've actually got to go back to that time and be in that mindset. What was the worldview of someone back then? What did they believe? What was America like? What was culture like? What was all? So you have to step into that. And that's the same thing I do in therapy. And this is where I want to transition this over. This is the same thing that we do in therapy. It's called a map of reality. This is the same thing we do in sales. It's called a map of reality. See, this is how you start interacting with people. And if you use presentism when you're interacting with people, you will have no friends at all. You will have no future. You're going to have psychological disorders and problems. You're going to be stuck in the past, and so many people do that. So many people are living as five- and six-year-old kids, even though they're 37, 42, 55-year-old parents. Because what happened is they created a map of reality way back then, a basic structure of belief systems. And they're still running under that map. See, it's the polar opposite of presentism, but it's the same concept. It's not understanding the right frame that you should be looking at things. And so as a five-year-old kid, you needed to create a structure of belief, a system of, of understanding that allowed you to survive if it was a bad experience or enjoy your family life. And so in that process, in the learning years, the molding years, the formative years, you created a structure called your belief systems. It's your map of reality, your worldview. 
And it is what everything else comes from. Everything you do or do not do is driven by belief. Whether you have a good day, a bad day, whether your spouse is nice to you or not nice to you, whether you think your life is good or bad, whether you're doing great or not great, all those things are comparative questions, comparative answers. What are you comparing them to? You get it? It's all there unconsciously. It's your map of reality. You're comparing them to the structure of your beliefs. You're comparing them to what you believe a good marriage is what you believe a good person is, what you believe your responsibility is, what you believe other people should, should treat you as, what you believe your self-worth worth is, what you believe your self-value is, what you believe of your value in comparison to other people. Do you see? And that's what we're talking about. It's all about the patterns. And after the break, I'm going to go through some of these patterns that you can see so you can step out of your map of reality, out of your worldview, and step into others' worldview. And you know what happens? We call that understanding. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. From tailgating to hunting, it's the season for fall fun. Get your truck, four-wheeler, ATV, robo-ducks, hunting shack, and bow sights ready today. And don't miss out on the fun. Let full-service battery keep you powered up and ready. They have batteries in stock, so stop by or look them up today at fullservicebattery.com. Whether it be for hunting or tailgating, they'll keep your fall fun on schedule. Just go to FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can, too. Go to Commerce.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. 
you know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we are talking about patterns. Now, specifically, what I wanted to address is because I see a lot of confusion out there, is what's going on in the world. I mean, why are we destroying our past as a country? Why are we destroying each other? Why has it been okay for a U.S. president to basically alienate half the country and call them hatred criminals? I mean, how is any of that okay? How can we destroy monuments and and mock the flag and change school names that were named after the founding fathers and quote the Constitution while still calling it evil because it was written by a, a bunch of white slave owners? I mean, How's all this going on? How is America crumbling from within? And and why does it matter to me as a person? What does that have to do with my bills? What does that have to do with my table, uh, you know, what is it, dinner table issues? Well, it has everything. Because when your kids' lives are in danger or harm, as a parent, I can tell you, you don't have dinner well. When you can't keep the lights on, you're not sitting at a table having dinner. When your kids are in the hospital or they've been taken away from you because you didn't think the right way, because you didn't post the right things on social media, or because you didn't let them do something to your body that you didn't want done to your body through injection or something else, well, then all of a sudden, how much money you may let next year doesn't really matter, does it? See, it's only when we lose everything else that we focus on the important issues, and then once we've lost everything else, the only thing to lose is those important things, and they're already gone. And then it's too late. And man, if you can read quotes and stories, whether they're talking about Nazi Holocaust, uh, you know, uh, or whatever, about people who say, well, uh, I wish I would have done something, but I didn't think it was my problem. And then all of a sudden, when it was my problem, there was nobody left to do something about it. And so it's all about connecting with people. You know, we got people marching the streets calling no justice, no peace. Oh, please. I guarantee all those people marching for justice if justice came knocking at the door at 1 o'clock in the morning, I bet you they're not going to open the door, huh? You want to bet? Want to bet? All right, we don't need justice. There's no justice anyways on this side of eternity. It's on the other side. God's just. We're fallen. What we need is mercy. What we need is grace. What we need is understanding. If that's what we need, then we better be willing to give it. we got to get out of our own way of thinking, our own map of reality our own worldview, and if we really want to understand each other, you've got to get outside yourself and step into another person's experience. And so presentism is what's going on. And presentism, again, to define it for you, is basically taking today's beliefs, moral structure, moral fabrication, whatever you want, and judging the past based on this. And really why it's a problem is that you're in the wrong mindset, you're in the wrong frame which is why we have miscommunication. I'm telling you right now, there's so much miscommunication. There's far more miscommunication going on than communication. And so we, not, we need to learn how to connect with people. As a salesperson, you never want to sell anything until you've connected with them. As a parent, you really don't have any authority until you've connected with your parents. Yeah, you could beat it into them. You can mandate things. But I'm talking about respect slash authority. It's only, it's only after there's a connection there. 
that that's established, right? And so what is that connection called? Well, connection is called rapport, and it happens at the unconscious level. See, communication is an interactive process, and the more you can understand how another person is thinking and feeling, the better you can communicate to get what you both want from the interaction. Isn't that a great concept? To get what you both want from an interaction. Isn't that a great concept? No, it's not a glitch. It's not on repeat. I just want to say it again because it's such a foreign concept. To get what you both want from the interaction. See, rapport is a state of harmonious understanding with another individual or group that enables greater and easier communication. Anybody need any of that? Instead of, instead of got milk, how about got rapport, right? Rapport is a state of harmonious understanding with another individual group that enables greater and easier communication. Got rapport? In other words, rapport is getting on well with another person or group of people Ready for this? By having things in common. This makes the communication process easier and usually more effective. Rapport is important in both our professional, our personal lives, our political lives. Employers are more likely to hire somebody who they believe will get on well with their current staff. Personal relationships are easier to make and develop when there's a closer connection and understanding between the parties involved. In other words, where there's greater rapport. And it's not reports, rapport. So, but when I said it phonetically, it sounded weird, right? And the first task in a successful interpersonal relationship is to build rapport. So building rapport is all about matching ourselves with another person. See, this is why the map reality is important. This is why taking our, our worldview today and judging our founding fathers of 250 years ago is asinine. It's, it's not foundational. It's not constructive. It's not healthy. It's not good. It's not proper. But sure, you can play all you want so you can feel sorry for yourself. But sure, it does allow you to play victim, right? Sure does allow you to take all that hate that the that the media stirring up, all that hate that the political process wants you to have, all that hate that the Antichrist wants you to have, all that hate that's being stirred up through all the strife in America, the 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 uh, spirit of offense, right? Boy, when you can turn in and focus on one person, hate the orange man, evil orange man. Ah, Donald Trump is evil. He's the boogeyman. He's Beelzebub himself, right? You're being played. You gotta realize, wake up, you're being played, you're being manipulated, you're being, it's just stunning. Building rapport is all about matching ourselves with another person. For many, starting a conversation with a stranger is stressful. We can be lost for words, awkward with our body language and mannerisms. So creating rapport at the beginning of a conversation and a relationship allows you to connect with them. And so you gotta step in the proper map of reality of the person. And that means you gotta step out of your belief system. Uh, I got this guy who's supposedly a Christian on Facebook day. He doesn't believe in the rapture. That's no big deal. I do. But the guy's on there belittling Christians, and he's so much smarter than them. And all you fake Christians who believe in Christmas, too, and you, you believe all these pagan holidays, and you bow down, and, and all this. And Now, I'm supposedly a brother of his if he is a Christian. And he's mocking, belittling, uh, mimicking us, uh, t- calling us names. He's not a brother of mine. That's not from God. That's not from Jesus. I don't care even if his words are right. Read 1 Corinthians 13 about love. If you don't have love, you can know all the Bible in the world. It has no value. If you don't have love, God says you're just a clanging cymbal, a a ringing gong. So even if the guy is right and I'm wrong, it could be. That's why it's called faith. Faith has to require a gap. 
And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Nobody knows. Omniscience is only God's. But again, I can't connect with this guy, and yet we're supposedly both Christians. I don't, I don't, he's not acting like one. And I don't sometimes either, by the way. Boy, I, sometimes I don't act like one, so in all fairness. So you've got to be able to get outside your own map of reality and step into another person's. And we call it matching and mirroring. And what you do is there's three things you can match and mirror. Body language, voice, and words. And this is important because this is the structure of communication. See, once you can match or mirror uh, those three areas, then you can pace and lead. And then you can actually metaphorically step up beside a person and, and basically take them to wherever you want to go. So by matching, I mean duplicating the behavior, uh, not specific, only similar, and don't mimic people. That's a that's a offensive. And number two is mirroring, which means matching the rhythm of a person's movement with similar, but again, not necessarily identical type of movements. And then you pace and lead. You match and mirror. Rapport can be established. You can do this through the words they use, and that's where I'm going to give you an example, like body language, voice, and words. So what are the ways we can match and model? Well, body language, we can do their gestures, right, the way they move, the, their posture, facial expressions, energy. Remember, rapport works because people like people like themselves. For your voice, tonality, emotions, pace and tempo, inflection. On their words, make sure you talk at the same education level. Make sure if they're using visual words, you're using visual words. If they're using auditory words, use auditory predicates. Uh, what about metaphor similes? Use the same metaphors and similes in a different way. And if they use key words over and over, incorporate those key words into your uh, communication. And be aware, are they leaning in or are they leaning back? Are they more hands crossed or more uh, you know, vocal with their hands? And if you will just match a model, just get in their map of reality, you'll start connecting with them. It's not being fake, it's being real. It's caring enough about that person. And what happens is you remove this invisible barrier to communication. They just feel inside that they can trust you. That's why a lot of people misinterpret the Bible, I told you. They take today's belief system and they want to read what people 6,000 years ago believed, wrote. And they're using today's belief system to filter it. That's why there's so much mistranslation. That's why there's so many different versions of the Bible. But the people who wrote the Bible had a very supernatural belief. Read the book of Enoch. Read the book of Jasher. Read the, uh, the, the book of uh, uh, Jubilee. Read Ezekiel, read Isaiah, read Jeremiah, right? But you've got to get in the right mindset. We've got to be willing enough, want to be understanding enough to get our own map of reality and step into another to allow great communication to take place. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Johnny's football is back of the airways of Freedom 1570 this Saturday. It is homecoming Saturday in Collegeville. Hi, I'm Mark Lewandowski. Join me as the Johnnies look to get back on the winning track as they take on their conference rival, the Concordia Moorhead Coppers. Our coverage starts at noon with the Stearns Bank pregame show right here on Freedom 1570 and the kickoff at 1 o'clock from Clement Stadium in Collegeville on the Quinlivet and Hughes Johnny Football Radio Network. The Johnnies take on the coverage Saturday starting at noon right here on Freedom 1570. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest-rated precious metals firm in the country. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. 
Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.